Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Well, look at this news. A new UC Berkeley Institute of Governmental Studies poll, co-sponsored by the Los Angeles Times, just came out. When asked to pick California's first choice among the candidates hoping to take the helm as California's next governor, 18% of likely voters preferred Larry Elder. Nobody else really in the Republican field comes close. What an honor it is and a joy to welcome back to the Mike Gallagher Show the one and only Larry Elder Candidate for governor, I, I I think Governor Elder has a nice ring to it, my friend. It, it does, and, and Mike, not too shabby for somebody who's been a politician for literally twelve days and hasn't been a dime on TV and radio or print. <laughs> this is this is like listen. I mean, I I laugh about the comparison to, to Donald Trump in twenty sixteen, but the perfect storm might just be forming to send Gavin Newsom packing. I, I want to get something straight right off the bat. I mean, there's no neutrality here on the Mike Gallagher show. We are all in for Larry Elder. Shame on anybody who doesn't full give a you give you a full throated endorsement. Who's on the radio? Who's a conservative? Who 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 loves and appreciates you? Um, I'm gonna. I, I've never done this before. I'm gonna donate after our interview five thousand dollars to the Larry Elder for Governor campaign. Electelder.com. But my $5,000 donation, now maybe it's a drop in the bucket compared to what people will be doing all over the country for you, Larry, but I but I want everybody to help support you, and I want to make sure that it, everybody's on record. Team Gallagher is all all, all, all all aboard and with Team Elder. Well, well Mike, $5,000 is a lot of money. I mean, I'm getting $25, $50, things like that, $5,000 is a lot of money to give to somebody who's running for office. And I really appreciate it. Uh, share your thoughts with uh, our colleague, at, or, for, or my, my former colleague, at least temporarily, at Salem, Mr. Hugh Hewitt. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not neutral here, is all I'm going to say. We're excited about your candidacy because, frankly, Gavin Newsom has a problem on his hands. He's got a He's got a problem with a lot of disaffected, angry, frustrated Californians who just simply are fed up with the direction the state is going. And I'm hearing from Californians every day who say Larry Elder is exactly what this state needs. You know, and Mike, where do you start? 2.2 million Californians signed a petition to recall this man. And it is estimated that between 25%, maybe even 30% were independents and Democrats who voted for him just two years earlier. You start with the famous meal that he had at that restaurant called the French Laundry. I never heard of it until, until I found out it was in Napa Valley. And I thought it was one of the most uh, elite restaurants in California. It's not. I thought it was the most elite restaurant uh, in America. It's not. It's one of the most elite restaurants in the world. And his wine tab alone was $12,000, taxpayers being picking it, picking it up. And it wasn't just that he was dining there while he was shutting down businesses elsewhere. He was dining, Mike, with the very same medical professions who dropped, who drafted the, the coronavirus mandates they were violating. They weren't socially distancing. They weren't wearing masks. And meanwhile, he has his own kids in private education, in school, and he exempted his own winery from the very uh, mandates he was imposing on everybody else. Now, I was a small businessman. I ran a business for 14 years. Uh, it was successful. I sold it. It was still going after I sold it. Didn't liquidate it. Didn't go bankrupt. But I will tell you, more, nearly half of all small businesses uh, end up going bankrupt. And those that survive are often operating on very thin margins. How many lives, how many dreams, how many hopes did he just dash by shutting down this state in the most severe way that any other governor did? 
Larry, there's you mentioned Hugh. There, he's going to be hosting a debate that's uh, going to be next week at the Richard Nixon Presidential Library and Museum in Yorba Linda. Gavin Newsom isn't going to go. You've decided uh, you have another commitment. You're not going to go. But frankly, when I first heard about it, I thought, why would Larry debate a bunch of other Republican candidates who are so far below you already in the polls when the real person you want to debate is Gavin Newsom? Well, that's right. And I've been doing interviews in the last 12 days, Mike, up and down the state from San Diego to Sacramento. I've been in, in San Francisco, Oakland. And I always ask the reporters when they interview me, have you extended an invitation to Gavin Newsom? And they always say yes. And they always say he's not responded because he can't respond to this record. How are you going to deal with the rising crime? How are you going to justify the fact that he released uh, under his supervision 20,000 convicted felons under early release because of coronavirus? And statistically, the majority of them are going to reoffend. When he first came into office, there were 170,000 people behind bars. Pretty soon, Mike, it's going to be less than 90 and something like 75,000 75, more. Get ready for a cinematic revolution. Experience the power of patriotism with The Relentless Patriot, hitting theaters nationwide with a special release on June 13th. Go to Fandango.com today to help support patriotism at its best. Brought to you by Global Ascension Studios, Hollywood's first ever conservative movie studio. This gripping documentary follows the remarkable journey of Scott Lebedo as he champions American values through his art. From stirring flag renditions to unwavering advocacy for our service members, Scott's story is one of passion and dedication. Don't miss your chance to be a part of history as the Relentless Patriot makes its special release debut. Mark your calendars for the special release June 13th and join us in celebrating American resilience and patriotism. Go to Fandango.com to find your local theater and order your tickets now before they're sold out. That's Fandango.com. ...are eligible for early release over the next several months, uh, if not several years. It is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, Larry, you- ha- Larry, how do you defend... I mean, yesterday we saw the story and, and Barbara Boxer assaulted right. an 80-year-old grandmother former U.S. senator assaulted in broad daylight in Brooklyn, I mean, in uh, Oakland. That's happening all every day in streets in America. Uh, Maybe with a high-profile mugging like this, maybe Democrats will see the light. I kind of doubt it. But how do you defend the state of California's record and the Oakland City Council? I've got the headline in front of me, votes to, to, uh, they passed a two-year budget diverting Eighteen point four million dollars from the Oakland Police Department. How's that working out for for you, Oakland? Yeah, uh, uh, kind of a shock. Uh, the <laughs> Oakland police chief, by the way, happens to be black, and he gave a press conference a few days ago and said just what you said. Here we have rising crime, and here you are diverting funds from the Oakland Police Department. Los Angeles, too, one hundred and fifty million dollars diverted from Los Angeles. And by the way, uh, I mentioned the schools being shut down. The uh, teachers union, the largest affiliate, is here in Los Angeles. And the head of the union uh, said the move for putting people back into schools during the coronavirus pandemic was being led by white supremacists. Now, Mike, you've known me a long time. You call me a lot of things. I don't think you've ever <laughs> called me a white supremacist. Uh, and, and the people that are being hurt are the very black and brown people that the teachers union and the left claim to care about. Eighty percent of the public school students in California are black and brown. Seventy five percent of black boys, Mike, cannot read at state levels of proficiency. And that's a low bar. 
50% of all third graders cannot read at state levels of proficiency. In my former high school, only 2% of these kids are math proficient. Now, what I want is the money to follow the child rather than the other way around, like savings accounts so that parents can spend that money on a private school, uh, a charter school, a religious school, or a public school. We have choice when it comes to college and graduate school, but for some reason, there's a no-fly zone over K through 12. It is outrageous. And you look at where public school teachers put their own kids, they're far more likely than households without public school teachers to put their own kids in private school. I've often said it's as if you open up a restaurant, put up a sign and say, come on in, just don't eat the food. Larry Elder, who you've heard for many years on the radio and, of course, seen him on TV with his many t- TV appearances over on Fox News Channel. Of course, not on the air now because he's running for governor. Uh, we are very excited about Larry's candidacy. I want everybody to go to electelder.com to help him because you don't you don't have to live in California. I don't live in California, but I made a campaign contribution because I'm excited about my friend and colleague Larry's chances. And let's talk about your chances, Larry, as I urge people to go to electelder.com and how Americans can help you, because this is, explain the process for people who don't know how this recall of Gavin Newsom works, because you've got, you know, there's a couple of mountains to climb, you got to get to a threshold to, 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 for voters to say, we want Gavin Newsom out, and then they want to replace him with Larry Elder. Can you walk us through that process, Larry? Well, one mountain I climbed was the attempt to keep me off the ballot. You might remember uh, mm-hmm. they claimed I didn't turn over my five years with the tax return properly, and they kept me off the ballot. We had to go to court, and the judge ruled, A, the law that Elder allegedly violated didn't even apply to recall elections, and B, to the extent that it did, he substantially complied, and so put him on the ballot. So I had that. The next hurdle is you're quite right. It's very simple. Uh, 50% plus one voter must vote to remove Gavin Newsom. On the very same ballot, it says... Whom do you want to replace Gavin Newsom? So whether you voted yes or no, you can still vote for somebody to replace him. Uh, and uh, But until and unless 50 percent plus one votes to remove Gavin Newsom, it doesn't matter what the rest of us do. Uh, I'm, as you pointed out, comfortably ahead. I'm not worried about the second part, but I am worried about the first part. And the poll that you mentioned came out this morning. It also mentioned that the percentage of people who want him out is at 47 percent. That's a rise of over about five percent a couple of weeks ago and about 50 percent want him there. So it's right in the margin of error. And I remind people why they were upset. Uh, The arrogance of this man, by the way, he just now is ordering all state employees to be tested if you've not been vaccinated once a week and to wear a mask while you're at the workplace. The masks are protect who? Other unvaccinated people who assume the same risk that you've assumed? I thought people who were vaccinated were protected. So what's the point? Again, it's anti-science. In California, Mike, everybody who wants to get vaccinated uh, can get vaccinated, including poor people, because they can get vaccinated for free. So apparently some people are making the decision they don't want to do it. What did Thomas Jefferson say? Don't trade public safety. Don't trade freedom for public safety. And that's what we're doing here. And then the crime and the homelessness and the outrageous cost of living. For the first time in the history of this state, uh, more people are leaving than coming. And they're not millionaires and billionaires. They'll still pay the 13.3 top marginal income tax rate, the highest in the country. It's middle class people, 50,000 and 75,000 a year earners who are leaving because they can't get a house. That's the number one reason that they cite they can't get a house. And because of the environmental extremists, they make it almost impossible to build anything in this state. The average home in California is 150% more than the average home in America. And the average home in California literally costs 50% more than it would be, but for these ridiculous environmental rules and regulations that jack up the price of a home. 
Every single issue that Californians are struggling with, Larry Elder has a common sense response to. And I, I truly believe that Californians are going to continue to get more and more excited about Larry's candidacy. And, and this is not a pipe dream. When you see polls that show Gavin Newsom within the margin of error, that 50 percent, he gets 50 percent. It goes to the Republican, and boy, does it look right now that Larry Elder is going to be the guy. Larry, I I do want to ask you, because as you said, you've been a politician for a couple of weeks. This is new territory for you. You've, we, listen, no secret, those of us who get to do this for a living, we make a good living, we have a good life, we get to be big mouths on the radio, we get to pontificate, share our views. What made you make this decision? Because you knew that when you announced, we would have to take, take you off the air. And by the way, the guy that's filling in for you is doing a tremendous job. His story is great. This guy in Orlando read your book in a in a shop somewhere and said, that's who I am. And he became a great conservative voice in America. So he's holding down the fort, Carl Jackson, uh, for you while you're uh, running for governor. But what went into your decision to, to walk away from, from this, you know, great life we get to live as talk show hosts and throw your hat in the ring? What did it for you, Larry? And you know, Mike, I'm I'm not flush with money. Certainly, by any normal standard, I'm I'm quite well off. But uh, I'm losing money every month that I do this. Um, it, it was 20% Dennis Prager, 20% uh, a woman named Jenny Sand, who I hadn't heard of, who called me and gave me a whole bunch of papers and analyses about how I could win. 20% a guy named Pastor Jack Hibbs, uh, and uh, 20% a guy named Lionel Chetwin. And I think I'm at 80% right now. And the rest of it are normal people, like my barber, like the guy that I take my laundry to, like people I meet in the grocery store, all of whom said, if not you, who, if not now, when? And, and one of the other reasons is I mentioned I, I'm a product of public schools. Um, there are 300,000 public school teachers in California. It is estimated by virtually every expert that I talk to, a minimum of 5% of them are incompetent. That's 15,000 teachers running through the halls of our schools, miseducating our kids. We wouldn't put up with that with the LAPD. The LAPD is 10,000 a person strong. Imagine if 5% of them were bad cops, planning evidence, uh, using uh, excessive force, racially profiling. We wouldn't put up with it. We're putting up with 15,000 public school teachers who are incompetent. And by the way, they just they just got rid of something called the CBEST test. You had to score uh, a certain level in four different categories uh, during the pandemic. The teachers union used that to get rid of it. So now if you just get a B in some course, it can be critical thinking, it could be any damn thing, you're qualified to be a public school teacher in California. And after two years, you have a tenure, and it takes almost an act of God to get rid of you. Last year, two people out of 300,000 were fired. I mentioned 15,000 minimum bad teachers, two were fired last year. It is outrageous. And two-thirds of black Parents say they don't want to send their kids back to LAUSD because they believe it, it is systemically racist. And they don't mean the teachers and the principals and the administrators. Most of those are black. They mean the worst teachers get uh, get assigned not to the west side, not to the valley, but the south central where kids need good teachers the most. And when I say this kind of stuff to black and brown parents, the average Republican has never said this kind of stuff. And they're scared to death. I'm going to peel off some Democrats. Uh, and some independents who will vote for the recall and then vote for Larry Elder. I'm a different kind of guy. I'm not a Republican a guy. I'm not going to be endorsed by the party. I'd be very shocked if they endorse me. They're going to endorse one of the politicians who's been uh, around for some time. I'm, I'm different. I, I'm, I'm somebody who's got common sense and good judgment. You know, my mom was a Democrat. My mother was a Democrat. Uh, I, I, this is not about Democrats versus Republicans. It's about Larry Elder versus this particular Democrat named Gavin Newsom. He's got to go. And that's why I'm asking people to go to electelder.com. 
Well, that's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to make a campaign contribution as soon as this interview is over, and I hope everybody goes to electelder.com. And, uh, Larry, I'm so proud of you. We're so excited about your candidacy. Uh, and, uh, you know, may, may God's hand be in this with you, and, uh, and, and people are praying for you all over the country, Larry. Uh, please keep us posted. I'm honored to be your friend, and uh, I wish you nothing but the best. You keep fighting the good fight because California needs you more than ever, Larry. Well, Mike, I need people like you in order for me to get this kind of publicity because this guy has unlimited resources. I don't. I have expenditure limitations, so I need people like you, and thank you so much. Uh, And you know where to find me, Mike. (laughs) I know where to find you, and I can't wait to talk to you again off the air, on the air as well. Electelder.com. Everybody can go there. Larry, thanks for joining us, taking time out of what I know is a whirlwind schedule for you right now. All the best, my friend. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. South Africa has been plunged into a heartbreaking, violent mess triggered by supporters of now-imprisoned former President Jacob Zuma. It looks like an attempted coup. It's also a warning for Americans. Starting in 1999, the African National Congress Party in South Africa pursued the kind of policies the racial equity proponents are pushing here today. Businesses had to meet racial quotas. Government contracts were awarded based only on race. The consequences have been disastrous. While a small black elite has grown rich, 63% of young black South Africans are now jobless and desperately poverty-stricken. No wonder they've taken to the streets. A 2021 survey by the Institute of Race Relations shows how badly the race-centered approach to South African public policy failed. Only 3% of black South Africans say racism is a serious problem. But 83% fully or partly agree that, quote, Politicians are talking about racism to excuse their own failures, unquote. Of course, that's what they do here, too. We shouldn't let them get away with it. I'm Carol Platt-Lebow. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.